Matthew Thomas and you are watching Super Cool Radio. Got some very special guests with me at this time. They are a super cool rock and roll band from Nashville. Please welcome True Villains. What up? <laughs> Thank you guys what up? so much for hanging out with me and making up True Villains. Up next, uh, up next to me, we got Bo on vocals. We got Greg on keys. We got Tim, the guitarist, who's currently shopping for Jordan deals. True. I get that. I like you. I like that plug. <laughs> I had to include that. I did. As soon as you said that, right. like, I gotta say, I gotta sneak this in somewhere. It's all right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I just started listening to you guys. I think uh, a couple months ago, actually. So it's kind of funny. The uh, same the publicist, uh, she hit me up. And I was like, man, I just started listening to these dudes, and I really like your style because you got like you kind of remind me a little bit of like Dirty Honey, but also like yeah, like the grunge, the '90s grunge in there as well. Cool, like that. Hell yeah! So yeah, yeah. I'm the that's right. Uh, before I. I'm too deep talking with you guys. I got a fun question to kick off this interview. What music have you been listening to this week? Man, I've actually, I've actually been listening to uh, the band Fuel a bunch. No, dude, I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, I, I think they're coming yeah. back with new music. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Jim Ivins, you know, Bo knows. I guess both of you know him. He hit me up for the grunge night thing, and I picked the Fuel song, and I was like, man, I forgot how cool this band is. Yeah, great band. Yeah. Yeah, I listen to that a lot. Dude, that's awesome. <clears throat> Craig. What about you? Um, I've been listening to a lot of Traveling Wilburys because I just played a, a tribute at Basement East last night. So I had to learn 30 songs of uh, Traveling Wilburys and ELO and Bob Dylan and Tom Petty and George Harrison. So I had to immerse myself fully into that world so I could embody the spirit of the music. Right on. Bo, what about you, my man? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Dinosaur Pileup. Nice. A newer small rock band, because I think that they're going to be playing at some uh, festivals now that festivals are out again, so I'm trying to go see them. Right on. Hell yeah. Hey, that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't listened to them in a little bit, but yeah, I mean, I remember the one song, 11-11, that was like on every rock radio station in the whole world at some point. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that that was like their first single that kind of hit. The one that I've only heard on the radio is Blackfoot, or Backfoot, Backfoot. <laughs> yeah, well, I, mean, I like the whole album. Yeah, I remember like uh, it was like probably like four or five years ago when Eleven Eleven came out. Like the local radio station here in Indiana, like that's 
all day, like every time I turned the radio station on, didn't matter what day, what day, what time, it was like always like 11, 11 would show up at some point, like a few minutes after I was never listening. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And this week I've been listening to, I just started listening to Kid Rock again. Like, I, he came up on uh, Shuffle on my iPod when I was uh, working out, and I was like, man, I forgot, I forgot about Kid Rock for a little bit. So, I've been getting back and listening to his stuff lately now. Dude, his first album is so sick. Oh yeah, I, I, I was actually I was listening to American Badass. I was sort of the um, uh, history of rock with you know American Badass on it, and uh, yeah, I forgot, like that was kind of like his uh, what B side or I, I forgot it was kind of a compilation I think, but yeah, I forgot how good like his older stuff was. Even some of his newer stuff is actually pretty decent too. Yeah, that was that one album, Rock and Roll Jesus. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was kind of a newer one. I think that was like seven ish. I think it was seven away, but yeah, so that's what I've been listening to this week. I obviously, ah, there. Yeah, his phone died. It happened. Phone died. <laughs> it happened. All right, Greg, you're the new lead singer, True Villain. Change your name tag to both. Hey, I'm Bial. Yeah, how do I do that? <laughs> there he is, Bial. Yeah. Welcome back. Sorry, I don't know what's going on. It's okay. We need to start it. We need to start a uh, GoFundMe to get Bo a new iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And then give give me his old iPhone, so at least everyone yeah. has an iPhone. <laughs> all right. So, folks, on you guys, awesome chat with True Villains. We got all four members back with me again. Uh, so, before True Villains, how did you guys get started as musicians? Let's take uh, I started. I started in when I was a little kid. My grandma used to, used to play a lot of piano, and then I got a guitar from my grandfather. And my parents just started giving me all their old CDs, and st- I started listening to different kinds of rock music, which I had never heard before because my parents just played a lot of country music when I was growing up. And then, yeah, I just <laughs> heard Motley Crue for the first time, and then got super pumped on rock, <laughs> and just went down the rabbit hole. Nice. Hell yeah. Right on. Uh, uh, guitar Christmas one year. I think I was I think I was like eleven. And I didn't ask where I wasn't really interested in it, but then I started noodling around and picked it up pretty quick. And uh yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I was I'm sure that she regrets that decision now. Probably wishes that I went to law school or something. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. Moved to Nashville, started working. That's actually how I met Greg. We met touring in a different band. Uh, yeah, pretty much the long and short of it. When I drag it up. <laughs> I, I got you, man. Yeah. So, so we're not going to see Tim the lawyer at, at any point. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can see you being a lawyer, a pretty good lawyer. Well, my, just my senior uh, my senior photo from high school. Val tells me that I look like a lawyer in it. Cause I had, I had uh, the Abraham Lincoln chin strap and uh, yeah, my, my, my shitty blazer on. Bring it back. Blazer and Jordans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might be a good look. Hey, man. Yeah. It'd be my thing. That's a great look. Yeah. All right. Uh, Greg, what about you, my man? Um, well, I mean, my, my parents have great taste in music and were you know always playing like either Motown or the Beatles or something growing up and my older brother was a musician he was a really good piano player like classically trained and 
they, uh, you know, needed a way to occupy me. So they figured like, well, why don't we have Greg take piano lessons right after Kevin? Um, and so like I started playing piano at a early age, but I like really fucking hated it and I hated taking lessons. So I was just like, this is not for me So they're like, okay, we'll buy you a drum set. So they like got me a drum kit for Christmas one year when I was young. And then I like actually really liked that. And so it was just kind of like music is a cool, you know, outlet for my energy. And, and, um, then at some point in high school, I just like, I started a band and just like fell in love with it and I'm just I never turned back so all very cool so how did you guys come together as a band and how did you choose the name True Villains uh, we so I had met Greg like I said on another gig and then uh, the drummer Matt we knew each other when we lived in LA we went to school together and he moved to Nashville maybe like two years after I did somewhere around there and uh you know, we, we played on various gigs together, but really deep down, I've always wanted to play rock music. You know, the country thing, just in Nashville, you just do whatever you got to do to pay the bills, right? So ultimately, I always wanted to be in my own band, write my own music, be a rock band. So Matt and I started looking for a singer, and uh, we ended up finding one, and we had a couple guys. We've had a few lineup changes since then, but we started, you know, jamming and writing songs. And it was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then uh, we played one show with the previous singer. It didn't go well, so we decided to move on from that, and then... I kind of posted the Craigslist ad as like a Hail Mary because I was just like so discouraged at that point because it took me so long to even find a guy that we had. Uh, we just posted a Craigslist ad and Bo, uh, Bo Lastovich on it, not other Bo. He, uh, <laughs> he replied, he replied to the ad and he had, was living in Minnesota at the time and uh, he sent us some stuff and we dug it and then we kind of had a meeting, a little FaceTime meeting like this and then he was like, yeah, I'll move and then, you know, two weeks later he moved down and been grinding it out ever since pretty much it's the long and short of it and then we added greg uh we added greg maybe a year into the band maybe not quite that long i don't know somewhere around there we, we originally were just a four piece nobody remembers those days though <laughs> like as far as the fans are concerned it's the band didn't really start until yeah so when i joined <laughs> Fair enough. And then Matt Matt actually came up with the true villain's name. He, I remember he called me one time. He was like, what do you think about this name? And I was like, well, that's the best one that I've heard so far, so let's go with it. <laughs> yeah. So we're still trying out. to come up with a with a name. We're just... We're, <laughs> true villain's is just a working title right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about, about it. It should, it should have been work in progress, but right now, true villain's. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's really cool. So was it was there always a plan to, like, add keys uh, to the band, or, to, like, how did that progress? Uh, we had, I mean, we had toyed around with the idea of getting a second guitar player at some point, but then we we actually had Greg come in and play on a couple songs on our first EP, and we all just really dug the element of uh, having, you know, all the, the keys in there. And, and it's it opens up a lot of options, I guess, with what you can do versus having another guitar player. So, yeah. Kind of switches it out a little bit. Yeah, I think it does, especially you can kind of go with like different sounds. I know, obviously, as I said kind of earlier in this interview, like you have like the classic rock, but grunge, but then your newest single, which I really want to talk about, Awake at Night, uh, I think it's a little bit of a different style for you. Definitely, like to me, it kind of reminds me of like uh, a little bit like 80s uh, hard rock, in my opinion. Yeah, I see that. 
Yeah. Kind of like heavy journey. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all have, we all have such like diverse musical tastes between the five of us. So, you know, all weasels its way into the music at some point. Yeah, for sure. But I've been definitely digging, like, especially like your latest stuff. But actually, my, my first song I actually heard by you guys was Electric Blue. And that's kind of like definitely like a very bluesy, you know, still like rock, but also very bluesy song as well. That was one of the old uh, older songs that we had recorded when Greg came into the studio and played on that. And then it was like after that, they were like, oh, we want Greg to play in this band. <laughs> Right, I'm, a, I'm glad he passed the test, and now he changed his name to Bo. But I'm glad he's uh, <laughs> with you guys. Me too. So that's what. Really cool. But um, so how was the writing and recording the new single "Awaken Night"? I heard you worked with a very uh, high caliber producer as well. Yeah, Nick Raskolinix. Uh, he produced Foo Fighters and Alice in Chains and Corn and Evanescence and everyone. Um, I mean, it was. <laughs> It was amazing uh, just to kind of like, well, it felt good that he liked us. Like he liked us, you know, right away. And, and uh, when we met him, um, I guess he came to he came to see a show and he liked us. So we set up like a, a sort of a meet and greet type of thing. And we played like 25 songs for him and he only liked one of them. <laughs> and so he was like, so he encouraged us to write, you know, write more songs kind of in that vein. Um, and so he did. And once he like kind of saw our vision and then we saw his vision, like us working together, like he kind of became a, a bandmate, you know what I mean? And um, it was just like a, you know, it was a surreal experience because we we're in his awesome studio and we're like making like soaring rock fucking, you know, like magical sounding shit. And it was just like, you know, it was like an out of body experience almost. And, and he's just such a, he has such a big personality and he's so cool and uh, so knowledgeable. And it was just like a, one of those experiences that you wish would just last forever, you know? Yep. That, that, that's really awesome. Definitely, uh, as I said, a really talented producer. So he, he's in the national area too, right? Yep. Yeah, he is he now. Yeah, he was, he was, he was West Coast for a long time, but now he's, he's been in Nashville for a while. That's what I was saying. As you said, he's worked with so many talented bands. I mean, and he, the one song you like was it Awaken? Or which song did he like? Was it Awaken Night or did you? Have it was right. Blood in the Water. We we had not yet written any of the other songs that we recorded. The only one that we had already had, like kind of in the in the can or whatever, was Blood in the Water. Um, and he was like, and I you feel, know. I think like the same week that we had that little meeting with him, we wrote the villain. Right. Like that was we, like almost immediately, almost <laughs> immediately after that. I remember we were like kind of because we're sensitive artist types, you know, so we were like, damn, like he doesn't like all of our other stuff. Um, but he encouraged us to write more. So we were like kind of upset about it. But then we just immediately started writing more better songs. You know what I mean? Like that's that was the little kick in the ass that we needed, I guess. Um, and I'm thankful for it. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, sometimes it is what you need. I mean, to have someone say, well, you know, you got to write more, you got to do better, but it's, I think you guys have definitely been pumping out some really great singles recently. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. 
Yeah, for sure. I think, as I said, like, I really like you guys' sound because it definitely includes like, a, a, a very different uh, influences, but also at the same time, it's they're all like rel- relative and connected. Like you know, classic rock, you know, kind of mixed with grunge, kind of mixed with like heavy journey, as you said. It, it's all kind of just in the st- still in the same realm of uh, true villains. Yeah, it's that's a goal the goal. The day. Yeah, <laughs> as both of you said, yes. Uh, yeah, it's really cool, and definitely, uh, so, uh, I think recently, a few months ago, you guys released uh, a music video for uh, Dig, Dig Your Grave. Uh, I liked how it was shot, it was kind of like in the, in the forest, in the woods and stuff, also with the, showing the band and you guys jamming, but how was it uh, filming the music video? Super fun. <laughs> it was cool, <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, it was cold, because yeah, we, we filmed it in January, um, and it was... The funniest part, uh, like there was all this like dark, you know, death imagery, um, you know, meta- metaphorical, of course. But like, we went out early in the afternoon and like made a, a like kind of a. It shows it a couple times where there's like a, a sort of a grave with like leaves and wood, and we like fashioned a cross out of some some branches. <laughs> And uh, and like I like threw a stone at the mirror to like break the glass, and so we got everything set up. But it was like in a public like trail, so there would be people like running by, and then they'd like see what like this like great, and they would stop and be like so freaked out. But we you know we would have some ridiculous like thing to say to them like to hopefully make them even more scared but the people like i swear the people that were like running by that grave set like a personal record for their fastest time ever on the trail because they were so freaked out and they just wanted to get away (laughs) (laughs) that's funny yeah yeah, don't mind us we're just committing a crime it's okay (laughs) right yeah i mean yeah i mean the dude's dead he doesn't know that we're filming him right now you know (laughs) Yeah, it's it's totally cool, you know. But yeah. that's funny. I could just see someone just running by and go, "Man, what are those people doing over there?" Yeah, sacrificing something. Right. They never ran faster. See, see, we have to have true villains on a trail, I and mean, we can motivate people to break world records. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's really cool. If anyone checked it out, it's on YouTube. It's on their YouTube channel right now. Uh, I just, I really like it because like. Most of it is in black and white too, which I think it's cool because I think that's an underused uh, feature for like film and stuff nowadays. We just couldn't afford the color. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll charge the videographer to film it in color. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting that's- attacked. I'm getting attacked by a fly in in the car. <laughs> That's all right. That's the risk you you run when you look for Jordan deals. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, really cool. Um, you know, as I said, just um, this like that whole vibe of that song just matches that music video, like purple, like the black and white. Uh, just, I think it just fits just that whole vibe of that song. That's probably my favorite one too. Like yeah. the video that I think turned out the coolest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was, I was stalking you guys on YouTube, so I was like, I want to see what kind of, I want to see what music video I would like to talk about. And I was like, man, dig your grave. That I mean, I like the song too. Like, the song's really cool, and then just like the music video is like an extension of that of how cool the song is. Thanks. We were proud of it. 
But uh, another cool question for you guys, uh, just kind of a hypothetical, but maybe if it happens, that would be cool too. Uh, if you could collaborate with any living artist or band on a future song, who would it be? Oh. Kanye. I'd say, I'd, go ahead, bro. <laughs> I'd say Post well, Malone. Post Malone. All right. I can I can almost I can see that working out though. That's two rappers. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I picked it up. I'd, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Post Malone would be sick. That would be cool. You still like doing the rock thing, so or kind of like, you know, doing a little bit of rock of a rock thing. Yeah, I mean, he, sure. he worked with Ozzy, so I mean, you know, huge rock. He, he, he seems he seems to be like a genuine rock fan, you know. So, yeah. so that, would, that would be cool. That that would be dope. Dope collab. Uh, Bo, that's not uh, Bo Lastovich. Oh, I said Kanye. I said for I was the first one to interject. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. So that's okay. Two rappers. That's good. Yeah. All right, Tim. What about you? Uh, I, I think Post Malone would be sick, or you know, have Slash playing track would be dope. Probably, you know, what would like you that. do? I, yeah, are you going to share the guitar solo then, Tim, or <laughs> yeah, how are you going to? I just want—I just want to play one. He can just play a solo on it. <laughs> I can see Tim kicking back, like, "Yeah, it's, it's a slash. I think you got this. I think you're good." <laughs> no, there's so many. There's so many awesome artists. Hard to narrow that down, I guess. It, it, but I like the post one idea, like something that's not in our genre. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think there'll be some kind of like the, like the Run DMC, like the Run DMC Aerosmith thing, but in the modern era. Totally. Yes. That would actually be really cool because, like, you don't see too much of, like, I mean, you kind of see, like, rap doing, like, rock stuff, but you don't see a lot of, like, rock artists working with rap artists nowadays. Kind of thing. Let's do it. Hey, if someone can make that happen, I'm totally in for that. Uh, Yeah. So I think that would be really cool. Um, One I was thinking of, which is still in the rock category, I think, as cool as the ones you guys said. But I think you guys an Alter Bridge, because like you guys, you guys sound just sounds like so like clean and crisp. But like I think you guys and Alter Bridge work really well together. Barry, the bass player, would love to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> big Alter Bridge fan. Oh yeah, huge. We played a show with uh, Tremani. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does solo stuff, and he's just an he's an amazing guitarist. Just I've I've seen Alter Bridge live only once, and. Um, it was, it was, they're really good. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, I've seen him a couple yeah. times. His, his solo stuff was cool too. Yeah, he it was pretty he, cool. Yeah, it's very heavy. It, it is, it is very heavy. Uh, I think he, he's worked with a few, Tremaine's worked with a few. I remember he worked with, uh, with Fozzie. I think he did a guitar solo for them in one of their songs. And uh, he's, he's super, super talented dude. For sure. I mean, he's in. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, definitely. I yeah, I saw, I saw them once. I drove. Uh, so I'm, I'm from South Bend, Indiana. So like, I drove down to Indy with my brother, and it, it was it was very it was very interesting because like I um, it was really it was February February 2020, and like it was like I, the roads were as we were going down, driving two hours two and a half hours, uh, it started getting more and more icy. So we started um, 
Uh, so like we started sliding on the road, but like luckily there was like nobody around. So luckily we, were, we my brother was able to correct and like we didn't crash. So that was always good. So not crashing uh, and uh, then seeing Alter Bridge. <laughs> that makes it a pretty pretty cool day. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. For sure. So um, so you guys you're based out of Nashville. Uh, so what's like the music scene like in Nashville? So it's pretty diverse now. I mean, from I've been there for a little while, but it's it's way more diverse now than when I moved there as far as genres go. You know, I feel like it's kind of, I feel like it's the music capital of the country at this point, over LA or New York, in my in my opinion. But, yeah. What do you all think about that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there. Yeah, there's all different type. Any kind of music that you're looking for, you can really find it here. And people doing original stuff like you see a lot of the country music like writers rounds but lately i've been seeing a lot of ones that are hip-hop and rap people doing writers rounds uh i was just at a house show last night where it was like different jam band like fusion bands i don't know like jazz and <coughs> funk and they were just playing a house show did you go to the fresh squeeze party yeah oh yeah yeah it was tight Right on. Well, see, you change your name to Bo, Imitation Bo, and you get kicked out. So this happens. There's only room for one. He a very, looks like he's picking it. Looks like he's picking his nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he'll get unstuck or he'll come back or uh, something. But, um, yeah, but I know like Nashville is mostly known for like country music and stuff, but um, it's definitely, I think there's definitely more rock artists uh, either from there or moving to there that uh, are definitely calling that place home in Nashville. For sure. A lot of people that come here too, like don't really yeah. understand what it is because they only make it down to Broadway, which is all cover music. So they, you know, hear a bunch of country covers, but there's also like a lot of people doing the rock thing down there too. But, you know, a lot, a lot of people only make it to Broadway. They don't understand like what else is going on in Nashville other than what's happening on the main strip, which is just a tourist trap. Yeah. And, and, and guess what? We got Greg back. He's not Bo. He's Greg. Uh, see, there's only room for one Bo and you're not Bo. Sorry, Greg. That's okay. <laughs> I like my name just a little bit better. Not much, but just a little bit. <laughs> right, so we're talking about the, uh, the scene in Nashville. So what's, what's your take on the scene in Nashville, Greg? Um, I think it's definitely growing and it's more eclectic than maybe it once was. But like from the moment that I moved here, um, I like kind of made it a, a priority to work with original bands and artists, you know, like the cover thing is great. I'm sure they, you know, when I was gone, they talked about how they probably, their dreams weren't to be in a cover band, but um, like I've, I've have played with a lot of Americana artists and that's sort of like an offshoot of country or alternative country. Um, but that scene has been thriving from the day that I, you know, set, stepped foot in, in Nashville. And so I always think of Nashville as being like a songwriter's town and it's not necessarily country. I never really saw it as just a country city, you know? Um, but now it is certainly expanding into just a hodgepodge of, of everything. And I think that that's great because there's so many talented people here. And then so many talented people that don't live here want to come here, you know, and, and make it even bigger and better. So. 
Yeah, very very well said. I, I definitely agree with that. Just um, there's definitely been at least uh, maybe more of a image thing, but definitely it's definitely transitioning from uh, you know, the, just like country music artists to more you know obviously rock and people actually want to do move there uh, or record there or like kind of be there you know playing shows whatever um, to uh, to play their music. Definitely. Yeah, it's true. I have seen, uh, I think it was announced a few days ago, and I saw it on your Facebook page. Uh, you guys will be opening uh, for Buck Cherry coming up. Uh, how does it feel to play with them? Well, we don't know yet, but we, we bet it'll, <laughs> be, it'll, be, we really bet it'll cool. be pretty fun. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, hopefully it'll be great. Looking forward I've heard that they're nice. I've heard that they're nice guys, so it should be fun. Yeah, Buck seems really cool. Buck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Mr. Cherry, thank you. <laughs> Dr. Cherry. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've heard a lot of great things about them, actually. like uh, I, I've noticed like with their shows, they have a lot of like um, either local or uh, regional bands opening for them. So like, I see like some of the people I've interviewed and some people I'm friends with, like they're opening for Buck Cherry, you know, like Wisconsin, <laughs> Michigan, or um, you know, Illinois. Like they're all just they're picking uh, local bands to open for them. I think that's really cool. I think that's their booking agent that's doing that. The, prom- the promoters also, you know, just pick a local band because the local band will draw yeah. in their area since they're a local band. So yeah. makes sense. Makes the, sense. Prom- the promoters are concerned that Buck Cherry won't sell out the venue just by themselves. So. Yeah, uh, I've, I've seen some, uh, you know, national acts that like they just have like you know, their own support with them that's not local. So I've seen, like, shows like that, too. But I think, I think it's always, you know, I think it's cool to incorporate local, especially like, people I'm friends with. I think it's pretty cool. Sure. So, so what could, I, I've seen you guys live, uh, uh, live on YouTube. Um, what can people expect from a live in-person show from True Villains? Lots of nudity, lots of profanity, high volume, Leg kicks. Uh, we've been doing a <laughs> lot of plyo- like band plyometric training, so like our verticals are just, you know, <laughs> we need we need high ceilings basically. That's why Tim's yeah. out buying shoes now too, so he can right. jump higher. Those yeah, hops. That's right. Like Mike, dog. He can. Yeah, he can jump higher. The doors on. <laughs> that's right. Hey, you can be in Space Jam too. That's all they're coming out of that. <laughs> You got the right shoes for it. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, our shows are, you know, they're high-energy rock shows. So, you know, what you would expect, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, The last I've one we did was pretty good. Yeah, I've seen some live stuff for you guys, and uh, what I really know is, like, you guys sound really good. You guys sound like your studio stuff live. <laughs> yeah. I think Thanks. we, we <laughs> are best. Well, it's a compliment. I'm just saying, like, you guys sound good. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks. We we play a lot together, and it's uh, you know the I don't think I've ever I can't speak for anyone else in the band, but I don't think I've ever been in a band where the chemistry is so like you know palpable because like we're together so much we we can just anticipate you know what the the person beside you is going to do, and um, of course we rehearse specifically the songs that we're going to play. But if if there are any moments where <clears throat> we're going to be spontaneous or like improvise something. We just like are right there together, just like as a working as a unit. And it, it feels good. I mean, we're, we're tight because we put in the work to, to be tight, you know? 
Yeah, for sure. That's definitely what I noticed with you guys. Is that you guys, you have a very tight sound, and um, you guys like feed off each other, uh, like with live shows and stuff. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think our our best attributes, man, is our is our live show. Yeah, the most. I, yeah, I can say that definitely. Like, uh, I definitely want to see you guys live. I, I'm just watching uh, YouTube videos. I'm like, man, I want to see these dudes live sometime because the crowd gets into it. Like, what I noticed, like the crowd too. They always get into like your, your whole set too. So hopefully, we'll have some more oh, shows coming up. Now the world's open. Yeah. Huh? We're playing in Indiana, are we? Fort, Fort Wayne, or Fort, Fort, Fort Wayne, Wayne, right in August. Is it Pierre's? And then there's a, I think so. And then there's a Lombard, Illinois date, I think, on there. I don't know how far that is. Yeah, uh, Fort Wayne, that's about a little over an hour and a half for me. That's not bad. Uh, Pierre's a cool, it's a big stage. Pierre's got a really big stage. So, yeah, it's it's a cool venue. I'm actually going there in a couple couple weeks for another show. So, yeah, they got a cool venue. Yeah, once we, we'll post the full schedule at some point. So, check it out. Right on, definitely, yeah. Uh, if uh, True Villains show up at the show, definitely check them out because uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be really awesome, and you're gonna see you're gonna see a streaker too. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of we try to recreate that scene from Borat usually during our live shows. Just <laughs> each other around the hotel. <laughs> uh, Never know what to expect from a true villain show, but yeah, and you had two guys named Bo too in the, in the same band, so yeah, it's always cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me here on Super Cool Radio. Definitely really appreciate hanging out with you guys. I do got one more thing before I let you guys go. Uh, so, how are we going to close out the rest of 2021? It's July, we're halfway through. So, what's the future plans for true villains? <clears throat> do that tour play some play some more shows play here in town uh and hopefully get back in the studio and record some more songs i like it i like it uh tim greg anything else to add that's that's no, pretty that's, much that's it pretty much like our short-term goals right now yeah <clears throat> take over the world get back in the studio with nick hopefully by fall and then world domination that's right yeah Play in outer space, even. Yeah. Yeah. Concert in space. Okay. <laughs> that would be cool. But uh, yeah. they, thank you guys so much for hanging out. We definitely check out the brand new single, Wake Night. I'll leave a link for that in the description. Check it out, stream, support, give a like to True Villains. If they're coming to a show near you in the fall, definitely check them out. Really awesome band. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Thanks for having us, man. Thank you. Yeah, for Tim, Bo, and Greg, I am Matthew Thomas. You've been watching Super Cool Radio.